Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, click on the link in this episode's description. Today, will Liz Truss's plan to lift the ban on fracking ever happen? And what difference would it make if it did? At a time when inflation is high and the pound is low, Britain cannot afford to keep buying expensive gas from Europe. So, the hunt is on to find cheap sources of domestic energy. And part of the answer, at least according to Liz Truss, is lying beneath our feet. Which is why the new Prime Minister has decided to lift the ban on fracking. We will end the moratorium on extracting our huge reserves of shale, which could get gas flowing as soon as six months, where there is local support for it. Fracking, or hydraulic fracturing, involves drilling into the earth and injecting water and chemicals at high pressure to break rocks and release the gas trapped inside. It's a process that has reaped huge rewards for the US oil and gas industry. The American shale revolution transformed the country into the world's top oil and gas producer. But Lancashire isn't Texas. Liz Truss's dream to take frack control faces some cold, hard realities. The first problem is geology. In the US, shale rock is stacked flat and spread over a wide area. But in Britain, the rock is full of faults through which gas can escape, as Stuart Hazeldean, a geology professor at the University of Edinburgh, explains. So any oil and gas which was there has had many opportunities to leak out. And that's a really important uh, feature which people are overlooking, that the samples, the actual physical rock samples which have been recovered from drilling boreholes have been analysed and found to have less than 10% of the original oil and gas remaining in them. No one really knows exactly how much gas is left under Britain, and more importantly, whether it can be retrieved at a commercial scale. But that hasn't stopped some from trying. In 2011, a company called Quadrilla Resources pioneered the first major shale gas discovery in the UK. At peak flow, its wells in Lancashire were able to produce enough gas to supply 150 homes a year. In other words, not enough to put a dent in the energy crisis. Then, after eight years of trying to get fracking off the ground, this happened. An earthquake with a magnitude of 2.9 has been recorded near to the UK's only active shale gas site in Lancashire. Soon after, protests by local residents and anti-fracking campaigners reached a crescendo. And the Oil and Gas Authority was forced to suspend drilling at Quadrilla's wells. A temporary ban on all fracking shortly followed, with a condition that it could only restart if science found it to be safe. And the science on fracking remains inconclusive. 
A recent report from the British Geological Survey said, quote, forecasting the occurrence of large earthquakes remains a scientific challenge for the geoscience community. But the government is reviewing the fracking regulations anyway. Here's Business Secretary Jacob Rees-Mogg speaking to Newsnight's Victoria Derbyshire. Last night, industry figures told Newsnight that without changes to the planning regulations and seismic limits, there wouldn't be a future for fracking in this country. Are you planning to change those regulations? The, the seismic limits will be reviewed to see a proportionate level at 0.5 on the Richter scale, which is only noticeable uh, with sophisticated machinery. Fracking would help make Britain's energy supply more secure, but bills would hardly be affected. That's because the price of the gas it produces would still be decided by the global market. So would the British public accept it? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A recent poll by Servation found that just 34% of people support energy generation from fracking, compared to 74% who support onshore wind. As you might expect, opposition is stronger in areas that could have fracking sites, and Conservative MPs are taking note. Licences for fracking exist in 94 Tory-held seats, many of them in the north of England, where Conservative MPs won with slim majorities at the last election. Others are sceptical about the benefits compared to other cleaner energy sources, and some worry about safety. This is Sir Greg Knight, himself a former energy minister, speaking in the House of Commons. Is it not therefore creating a risk of an unknown quantity to pursue shale gas exploration at the present time? Yes. Is he aware the safety of the public is not a currency in which some of us choose to speculate? Of course, producing gas from fracking also poses a risk to Britain's efforts to combat climate change. The UK Committee on Climate Change says that to meet our net zero target, we'll need to reduce the amount of gas we burn by 65% by 2035. Drilling in the shires won't help that. In fact, Liz Truss's own advisor on net zero, the MP Chris Skidmore, has publicly warned investors to avoid fracking in the UK, saying it's a non-starter. So geology, public opinion and even her own MPs present major challenges to Liz Truss's plan to frack Britain, which is why she's hedged her bets. Buried within the mini-budget is a plan to ease restrictions on building onshore wind turbines. So if fracking doesn't go to plan, there is at least an alternative. And it's one that's cleaner, safer and more popular. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. This episode was written by Barney McIntyre and mixed by Immy Harper. Hoaxed from the team that brought you Sweet Bobby is our new series about a modern-day satanic panic, the conspiracists who spread the lie around the world and the lives it ruined. Episode 2 is out now, wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Sensemaker. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 